So what's the nearest thing to a magic pill for business success? I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Deal Making, the broadcast podcast YouTube channel where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like, be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get to it. Another question from Victor over in the UK. Uh, and by the way, I'm busy right now putting together my list for the year 2022 questions that we're gonna be using to create videos every week. So if there's a question you wanted to ask, just put it into a comment down below send me an email, reply to one of my daily emails. If you're on my email list, if you're not on the email list, head over to davidcbarnett.com. There's a couple places to, to sign up for the email list over there. Send in your questions because this is where we get the ideas for all the content of what we put on the channel. And you know, I am recording this in early December, 2021. And I'm surprised to say that there are still spots left for holiday chat. So if you're interested in doing an hour long consultation with me where you set the agenda, um, head over to davidcbarnett.com. If you scroll back to late November's blog post, you'll find one there that invites people to sign up for holiday chat. It's basically uh, a consultation with me for like one third of the normal cost. The catch is that the call will eventually be released publicly and you do have the option of being anonymous. So don't worry about that. All right, let's get to this question about magic pills. So is there a magic pill for success in business? Well, the first thing I have to reiterate, which I've mentioned many times before on this channel, is that if you live in a Northern climate, vitamin D helps, uh, honestly, be taking enough vitamin D and not the amount that the government recommends. Most people need a lot more. Um, but let's talk about business success. I'm gonna give you three things that I think can be very instrumental in helping you succeed in business. And I'm gonna give you some examples of how I've seen each of these applied. So <clears throat> we're not specifically talking about buying or starting a business here, but in general, Thing number one, magic pill number one for success in business is to have a lot of money. And so what do I mean by that? Well, I've seen many businesses struggle and have to reinvent themselves and pivot, I think is the new word that, that people are using. Um, and if you have money in the bank, it makes it easier to do that. So I know that not everyone has a lot of money, <clears throat> but it certainly can be a magic pill. Now it's also a bit of an opiate. So you have to be careful. Because if you have a lot of money and things go badly in your business, you can afford losses. And so while I've seen some people successfully pivot and change a business, I've seen other people use their life savings to finance losses without making any changes in the business, which eventually consumes everything they've acquired and they end up failing anyway and are left with nothing. So there's a danger side to that too. And the real danger is when people try to substitute credit for money. And so if you've got access to lines of credit, credit cards, et cetera, and there's something wrong in the business and you start to use those debt facilities to try to finance those pivots and changes, if things don't go well, then you can end up in an even worse scenario, right? You can end up in the negative. So number one is to have lots of extra money. I guess you would have to couple that with having a plan and being disciplined in knowing exactly what you're willing to invest to try to salvage a bad situation. So magic pill number two, and this is one that I see people complain about a lot, um, is to have a lot of successful business people in your family. 
And so I've seen people get into business before um, starting or buying a business and they're surrounded by family members, aunts, uncles, fathers, grandfathers, et cetera, who are successful in business, who will then funnel business their way. And people will say, that's not fair. You know, nepotism, I guess, might be applicable to that, although I don't quite think it fits the term. But um, that is one thing that you could do. Now, <clears throat> not everyone's got such a family. And so that leads me to magic pill number three, which is the family that you built. So if you're not related to a bunch of people that are successful in business, you can still create pretty much the same kind of thing, almost, um, through your network of friends and associates. So let me give you an example. Back when I started my junk removal business, when I was just young in my 20s, um, I was in the Kiwanis Club. And I started the business with a partner. And when I looked back after the first year of business, it was incredible to me how many jobs or what percentage of the revenue, I would dare to say almost a quarter of the revenue that business had could be related in some way to people that I knew through the Kiwanis Club or were past colleagues from former jobs or were connected in some way socially through me. So I would get you know a call from an architectural firm and then find out that their lawyer was in the Kiwanis Club with me, for example. Or I would get a call from someone else who would then say that their friend who I used to work with had told them about our business. And so you can make a conscious effort to build and create a social network of friends and business associates and colleagues that you can then leverage to work on a business, whether through an acquisition or a startup. Let me give you another example. I once sold a business to a guy and that fellow, before he bought the business, went through his entire social network to try to see if he could isolate any people that might become a potential customer of the business he was going to buy. He actually got purchase orders from uh, several other businesses that were controlled or owned by people he knew so that when he bought the business, he was actually able to increase the revenue of the business by almost 20% before he was the owner. Okay, And that's the power of a social network you can um, you know, do amazing things, you're probably not gonna do it sitting at your computer or on your couch watching TV. And so this is why it's so important to get out there in the world, make connections, connect with people. And it, it can't just be on the level of, you know, I'm out hustling for business. There's a, a business networking group I went to once and their whole purpose for being is simply to trade leads. And so you go there, you introduce yourself, talk about your business for five minutes, and then people are responsible every time they come to the meeting to bring a certain number of leads to the other members. And so it's just hustle, hustle, hustle. In my opinion, that's not necessarily the way that you're going to succeed at this network building. What you have to do is you have to get involved in a group that has some other aim or objective, like some kind of social project, you know, when I was with Kiwanis, the motto of Kiwanis was serving the children of the world. And so we used to do things like build playgrounds or raise money to pave a basketball court and things of that nature. And so the purpose and the project was not business, but all of the people who were there were either business people or professional people or, you know, people of that nature. <clears throat> and so business was a byproduct of getting to know someone and becoming someone's actual friend. So you build a real relationship with someone where they can get to know you 
and see that you're a good character and you're a good person. And then they feel comfortable referring someone to you in a business way. And, and so that's the key. It's not to be hustling all the time, but to actually be of good character, build real relationships and the advantages of those connections will flow over time. So Victor, I hope that helps out. And for anyone else who's, who's listening, those are the three biggest magic pills <clears throat> that I can think of that can lead to success in business. <coughs> Excuse me. And with that, I'll say see you later. We'll talk to you soon. So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me and how I work with my clients. You can learn more about my books and the online courses that I've prepared for you. You can find out about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlists, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest. Special thanks go out to Jeff Alpaw Customs for being my tailor. Men all around the world can look dangerous, just like me, with the help of Jeff Alpaw Customs. JeffAlpaw.com. Use the code DCB10 to save. They handle multiple currencies and ship anywhere you happen to be.